Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scriptural readings for today. Our readings for today are from Saturday of the 24th week in Ordinary Time. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to Timothy. Beloved, I charge you before God, who gives life to all things, and before Christ Jesus, who gave testimony under Pontius Pilate for the noble confession, to keep the commandment without stain or reproach until the appearance of our Lord Jesus Christ, that the blessed and only ruler will make manifest at the proper time, the King of kings and Lord of lords, who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, and whom no human being has seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal power. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Sing joyfully to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful song. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Know that the Lord is God. He made us. His we are. His people, the flock he tends. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord, for he is good. The Lord whose kindness endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. Come with joy into the presence of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When a large crowd gathered with people from one town after another journeying to Jesus, he spoke in a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some seed fell on the path and was trampled, and the birds of the sky ate it up. Some seed fell on rocky ground, and when it grew, it withered for lack of moisture. Some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew with it and choked it. And some seed fell on good soil, and when it grew, it produced fruit a hundredfold. After saying this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear ought to hear. Then his disciples asked him what the meaning of this parable might be. He answered, Knowledge of the mysteries of the kingdom of God has been granted to you, but to the rest they are made known through parables, so that they may look but not see, and hear but not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those on the path are the ones who have heard, but the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts that they may not believe and be saved. Those on rocky ground are the ones who, when they hear, receive the word with joy, but they have no root. They believe only for a time and fall away in time of temptation. As for the seed that fell among thorns, they are the ones who have heard, but as they go along, they are choked by the anxieties and riches and pleasures of life, and they fail to produce mature fruit. But as for the seed that fell on rich soil, they are the ones who, when they have heard the word, Embrace it with a generous and good heart, and bear fruit through perseverance. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. There is an old saying, the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. In Luke's version of the same parable that appears in Matthew's Gospel, Jesus names the devil directly as one who interferes with the word of God's acceptance by potential disciples. It is unknown why Matthew would not have included that detail, but the slight contrast in the two accounts got me thinking. Modern society loves to sensationalize the devil. Exorcism movies always draw good box office interests. But even within the church, we whisper the devil's name and make exorcists these mysterious figures who have secret knowledge that no one else shares. 
I think all of that's a bad thing in a way. In doing so, we give Satan way too much power. And I'm not saying Satan isn't powerful. Today, the church, the church celebrates the memorial of St. Pio, or known as Padre Pio, the 20th, 20th century Capuchin friar and stigmatist who was violently attacked by Satan, apparently because Satan was furious at how Padre Pio helped free people from the power of evil. But even Padre Pio didn't give the devil too much credit. The saint tells us that Satan is loud and blasphemous and intimidating and relentless. He loves to shock and scare and mock. But ultimately, Satan has no power as long as we don't willingly let him into our lives. We give him any power he has. Once we realize how pathetic he re- the devil really is, he's not that scary at all. But that doesn't mean we can ignore him. We've got to acknowledge he is lurking around and what his goals and methods are. He's first and foremost a liar. He does all that he can to disturb our inner peace and make us doubt God's love. He causes division among people and chaos in communities because of those whose weakness allows him to gain a foothold. That's the devil we know. There is nothing attractive or interesting about him. His arguments are not compelling. His noise is just that, noise. We know the truth. And the truth is that God will never let us go. We just have to keep calling his name, the name that the devil we know hates most of all. May Almighty God bless you, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day and say a prayer for me.